I feel like I had something saved to potentially spark um pre oh yes, I did have something saved to spark potential preamble uh conversation. Uh so I'm uh -oh, on the that's dangerous. I'm on the internet earlier looking at um kind of a, a it's Reddit, so take whatever you want to say into this however you much. That place has been a fucking train wreck lately. I, it's basically it was um it was sort of it was a topic on like what fringe groups or subcategories or like subgroups do you not fully understand? And one guy posts, he's like, I don't get juggalos. I, I understand what a juggalo is and what they're about, but at the same time, like, I don't get juggalos. And then someone responded with, okay, here's a crazy ass story for you. And the story basically goes, <laughs> this guy he knows was a big ass, it was a big fucking juggalo. Like, move, when he moved apartments, he found a juggalo friendly community, which I did not know was a thing. And then, like, got, like, to, to attract the other juggalos to him, put, like, a juggalo mark or effigy in his lawn, and the other juggalos found him. I didn't realize you could summon them, like, with a bat signal. I didn't know there was a juggalo mark. Yeah, I, it's... Well, I know it's the hatchet man thing. Well, so that that's just it. Like, I, I think... I, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's the hatchet man. I'm like, no, that's too obvious. Is it, like, a stump with a hatchet in it or something like that? Because that means my dad is a secret juggalo. He might even be aware. Outside I, I like this new headcanon version where your father's a juggalo. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of <laughs> works. He's been to enough concerts. He had, not ICP concerts, but... Not that specifically, <laughs> but... <laughs> He's the only person in our... How, or do you think he'd care if I... How old's your father? Uh, He's over 60 now. He's over 60, and he's been to how many punk rock and metal shows? Quite a few. So... And not like when he was younger, like post-term turning 40 was his heyday. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I didn't tell you about this. So I guess, like, the factory is at a bunch of the time right now. I, there was a Dropkick Murphy show, like, in that town, and him and the laser mm -hmm. operator went, and the laser operator was like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> You're, like, one of the bosses here. Like, why do you want to go to a show with me? I see you wearing a Dropkick Murphy shirt. Yeah. You hear they're in town? Yeah. You go into that concert? Yeah. I'll pick you up. Nice. With a bar beforehand. Nice. That is amazing. Shit talk my son on shit talk my son on conference call. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> like this is the same guy that will casually bring up in like business meetings that he fucking went to a Romstein show. Like he got to name drop Romstein with so I'm like, oh yeah, I guess my kids into this weird like German industrial band. Oh, you mean Romstein? Yeah, how do you know that, Ben? Oh, I, I saw them a couple years back. Good show. Real good show. Beautiful pyrotechnic work. Definitely yeah, worth do. seeing. Yeah, they definitely actually must do. see. They're playing I, I, next month near here in Las Vegas. Oh, really? I saw I them in L.A. Do, so they have, what, like eight shows coming to the United States or yeah, something Yeah, like one's in Vegas it's this not year. not a big number. I think one's uh, in New York is the closest to me. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they played in LA. I'm gonna like for it though. They were in LA a couple years ago, actually. Um, I can't remember how long ago, but more than five, shit, right? I've seen them. Pyro yeah, holy shit, pyrotechnics! Like, yeah, no fucking joke. We were sitting in the nosebleed, and it was still really fucking hot I, in there. You, like. you don't need to tell me and Jeff about <laughs> Rammstein. Like, trust me, no one on the face of the planet 
needs to know more, like, needs to instruct me and Shep on Rammstein, as last week's preamble cast is proof. Like, all that Rammstein <laughs> talk didn't come from one podcast. That was, like, spread out across, like, nine different podcasts. And I'm like, I'm just going to lump this all together because it goes. So gather around, Alex. I think it's time for a story. Oh, story so, time. It's story time. So back in high school, me and Charlie were in theater tech together, which we've kind of insinuated a couple of different times. And Does it started out mean blatantly just flat out said that's how we met? In this context, yes. Fair. Uh, <laughs> um, so in this uh, theater tech class, it started out as an after-school program, but eventually they wound up making it in a like during-school-hours program. There was always a class. It was just the last class of the day without fail. Mm. Yeah. So basically what wound up happening is because the school that we went to, you had to have an after-school program because it was a boarding school. And you I did. Went into the I did workshop. not because you were stuck there. I could leave and go do drugs and hit on floozies. Yes. <laughs> um, so because I ha- did not have those avenues open to me, uh, me and a bunch of other students had to do it. So there wound up being this kind of weird category of, like, students that, like, had absolutely no fucking cares about theater tech, but they couldn't find an after-school program, so they shoved them with us, and that wasn't exactly a great, great move. So what wound up happening is for... um, They let us, for theater tech, um, bring in videos, so long as they weren't explicit, that we could show during the class to show off like other stages and sets of other things... So we just rounded up a bunch of Rammstein shows and Duran Gray shows and just showed the class. And the reactions on people's faces were rather amazing when, like, Duran Gray is hanging humans upside down from the ceiling and they're, like, freaking out and Rammstein's literally just all fire and all the And they're on fire. Yeah. And just, like, taking normal human being. It really is against the Geneva Compact to, like, let me and Charlie decide the curriculum or just what's going to happen to others for even like 10 to 20 minutes is too much. Back to juggalo marks. Oh my God. I do like that you described it as an effigy. I'm, I don't know what it is. Like what would you, what do you use to summon a juggalo? It, do you know what the Hatchet Man logo is? I, I, I know exactly what it is, but I feel like it's... It, my brain needs it to be something cooler than just, like, fucking spray the Hatchet Man on your sidewalk or something. I need it to be, no, like, it, it, something subtle or cool. You have to do it like they do on Harry Potter with the with the Death Eaters, where they have the tattoo on the arm. Yeah, so no, Juggalo that, reveals that, the tattoo of the Hatchet Man on their arm, they fucking do some shit with their thumb, and all of a sudden the Juggalos come out of the woodwork. No, That's how it works. I, oh. I'm very Harry the Potter ship or something. Yeah, exactly. It's a giant clown head that just comes from the sky and just starts dropping juggalos out of its mouth. But that was in a video of Wait, this once. is becoming disturbingly believable at a rapid pace. Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 59. Not a preamble cast. As always, I am Charlie, and I'm joined this week, unlike last week, which is why you had to sit through a preamble cast, by Alex and Jeff. I am a mannequin. Woo! Do you have articles of clothing you wish me to display? I will, I will for any number of hours, stand at the ready wearing 
any amount of clothes that you decide upon in store windows or just like, you know, out in parks and stuff and get sunburned somehow while being made of plastic. It's nice to see that one of the two of you listened to the podcast last week and the other one did not. Say, yeah, our audio Jeff. listeners cannot see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alex is Jeff. shaking his head. God, man. What a team player, right? I know. I, I I need to make sure that I don't boost our views or anything. I need to know exactly how many viewers we have minus me. Um, <laughs> so our viewership went from one down to zero last week. Um, <laughs> nailed it. Finally got rid of me. <laughs> I, I do enjoy the fact that the week after we spent all those jokes about, so we're going back to a two-man podcast. That's like, oh, preamble cast. It's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and unless, or I think there was cameos from Alex's voice, but other than that, it pretty much was the two-man <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I'm, like, I'm like, what do I fuck about it? So I'm like, we played ourselves. Like, this is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the, the, you can point to the exact episode where I'm like, fuck it, I'm not combing through any more of these to pull content. This is <laughs> hell. I want to go to bed. <laughs> and I stopped. <laughs> I have learned we used to talk about metal a lot more, though. Mm. Well, there's also a lot more going on. This is true. It will be a summer of metal. I have at least two concerts lined up. Mm-hmm. I'm finally accomplishing every metalhead's dream of seeing Dragon Force. <laughs> I was going to say you're going to Vakken, but I guess that's a close I don't know what that is. Vakken? It's the concert in, I think it's in Germany. It's a huge festival. It's like oh. Download or uh, Pink Pop. I think me and Jen threatened to get tickets to that um, fucking cruise ship thing this year, the um, 40,000... Or what is it, the 40 million tons of metal show? Mm-hmm. That's held on a cruise ship in the Caribbean. Yeah, all right. Walken Open, Walken open Air. This year it's oh, going to Walken, be a Oh, Walken, yeah, Walken, or W-A-C-K-E-N, yeah. Yeah, it's pronounced with a V. I, I have always read it as Walken, uh, Walken, Wacken Open Air Festival. Yeah. So yes, I almost went to that one year, actually. <laughs> Yeah, this year looks like Amon and Marth's going to be there, Megadeth, Volbeat, Alice Cooper. I almost saw um, Romstein, I think, last time they were at that there. like that. It was a weird thing where I was going to be in Norway. It's like, hey, I can just take the train down to Germany and see like Amon and Marth, El Wadey, Romstein, and a bunch of other bands I like in one location that at the time <laughs> I could legally drink in. I'm like, this could be a dangerous trip. Nice. Didn't you in high school have, like, a t-shirt that said, like, I love beer in German or something like that? Yeah, um, beer machen f- uh, something Frauen, or beer makes ugly women beautiful, yes. Oh, yeah, that's what it said in German. <laughs> I remember you wearing that to tech weekends. No one knew what it said. <laughs> <laughs> except the people you told, which was except, me. Except the people I told. And that one person, like, that's not funny, and I'm like, oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> The joke is, no one knows I shouldn't own this as a high schooler. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, as a high school, there's nothing illegal about owning a booze t-shirt. Like, Let me rephrase. As a high schooler, school. my dad shouldn't be buying me shirts like that when he goes to Oktoberfest. Oh, yes, your amazingly irresponsible, wonderful father. <laughs> we see in Rammstein, boy. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> We're going to Canada. Why? To see Rammstein. I have to work. No, you don't. You're calling out sick or dead. Take a pick. No son of mine is missing this moment. <laughs> oh, that's a that's going to be a paddling. To Quebec. Oh, God. <laughs> that was a weird music festival. <laughs> weird or great? Uh, it Both. It was one of those music festivals where it's like, hey, it's a music festival last week. So, like, Sunday was metal day. And it was mm. obvious that it was like everyone else left and all the metalheads, like, came. It's like, okay, um, this city feels very different all of a sudden. Everyone's mm. wearing black. The hair is a lot longer all of a sudden. There's no bluegrass play band playing. Mm. Everyone, like, is walking around going, hell, so like hotel staff told me to have a good Rammstein that day. Like, it was completely clear to everyone in that city why people were there. It was great. Have a good Rammstein? Yeah, it was... Like it was the weird. Air Force Base? I don't know. <laughs> oh, have a good Lamb of God. Have a good Slayer. <laughs> I... That one works. I think Have a Good Rammstein will still be my favorite for a oh, long time. Oh, that one's way at the top. Yeah. I'm just trying, like, I'm just putting the concept together here. I, it was it was said with the earnesty of an employee being like, "Yeah, go out there and have fun. Have a good Rammstein." <laughs> That's the new dance kids are doing these days after they fully coolie, right? <laughs> uh, the deepest of cuts Alex doesn't get. Yep. Wait, Alex hasn't seen FLCL? No. Do you watch anime at all? Uh, I haven't recently, but yeah, I used to watch, uh, was it, uh, Naruto and the Dragon Ball Z? Uh... Well... <laughs> so no, he doesn't. Alright, so you are... Oh, the shonen is strong with this uh, one. Uh, was it One Piece Man? That too? One, One Punch Piece Man. Man? Oh my... No, no, One Punch Man's a thing. One Punch Man is a thing. Yeah, no, he's trying to troll Charlie with Turgeon. One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> Monkey That's... G One Punch? Is this, is this the... I'm a bigger I mean, fan I'd of that I'd love show to see Turgeon. One Punch Man, One Punch Monkey D. Luffy. I'd sign up for that. Yeah, there you go. 900 episodes in. Do a stop it. <laughs> I'm going to make my lame detergent joke a third time because I think you two missed it. Okay. But you know that show, Detergent. What? What? What's another shonen anime? Oh, another Bleach. Shonen? Bleach. 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 Oh, ha, ha, ha. Off to a rollicking good start this week. You two <laughs> got shitty a podcast while you were gone. Well... <laughs> Well, the moral of the story is FLCL is only like six episodes long, and it's really fucking good, and you should watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It, you can watch the whole thing in like three hours. So, you know, get a pizza and some booze. It's 
I'd make a nice night of it. Two yeah, things he you... can't consume right now. Wait, it's after his birthday. I thought he could. He went off diet for his birthday, if I remember correctly, the conversation of yes. why blood oh, drug can't happen It's only for, the di- for that exact day. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. But I, they're already re- we're reintroducing eating, so it's kind of getting there. Okay. <laughs> reintroducing eating. Like, what do they ease you into eating with? You eat, like, what was it, like, salads the first day, and then they add, like, proteins and salads the second week, and then, what was it? Like, basically, you start introducing everything else again. I'm pretty sure I've told this story before, but definitely not to Alex. Um, I had a friend who got her tongue pierced. And when you have your tongue pierced, they basically tell you the only thing you can eat is baby food. So she literally had to eat, like, Gerber, like, apple, like, baby food for, like, two days. That said, she said that the baby food's way better than you think because it's actually just, like, real food. Like, I guess in all of our heads, it's one of those things like dog food where it's, like, you get one flavor, it smells terrible, but you're not getting other food, and we can kind of treat babies that way a little bit. (laughs) Fucking babies. (laughs) Assholes of the modern world. Oh, yeah, complain more. Oh, wait, you do all the time. (laughs) Do you know a baby that's not a whiner? Yeah. Fucking man up and deal with your shit, baby. Even Goku cried. A lot. True. Uh, Throwback to that movie um, with his father. So... Got his ass shipped to Earth for punishment. I know. So, well, glad to see that your diet's going well, dude. Stay strong, even in the face of Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Like I said, I'm looking forward to doing it. So. Very nice. The blood fun. drunk is real. <laughs> it, it is very real. Um, so, uh, hello, Jeff. How was your week? Huh, yeah, funny you should ask with Jeff. That. Um, so I've been playing some more Persona 5, as Shocked. I'm sure anyone could guess. Shocked! Shocked. Um, I'm not gonna, or I'm not gonna be able to talk about it, because I am past the points of thou shalt not speak of this. Yeah, ah. some stuff um, happens. Yeah. In Persona 4, I haven't gotten much further, but I can definitely mention I have officially gone pretty much invincible in the game, because I've finally unlocked an ability that I regain 20 SP per fight. So literally, like, I I just waltz through dungeons now, um, and I've kind of accidentally gotten myself a little over leveled, and the dungeon I'm on, people are as reading comments on you know what level should you be to fight this, and people are like at 50 it's pretty easy, and one person's like I did it 45 and it was difficult as shit, and I'm like I'm level 62. Oh boy. You so, now know how I play every JRPG ever, which is like, how do I achieve God status? We grind. Yeah. But now going through the dungeon such like a just burden because it's literally like just waiting for everything to just walk keel over in my wake. Um so other I, than that If my understanding of where you're at in that game is correct, there is, and you're playing on normal, there is at least one more difficulty jump yep and it's a doozy all right well i guess i got that to look forward to uh persona 5 has a couple has has one of those two has two of those actually towards the end that i did Mm -hmm. not like but um so other than that uh i went or 
the last week's podcast, the reason I was not here is I went fishing with my family. Um, and Ooh. if you were in the Massachusetts area and you were into fishing right now in the middle of like May and June is the fucking time to go because the haddock are fucking going batshit crazy. Uh, my family caught, I think, 19 fish. And we could have caught more, but you, we literally, like, you'd throw down your line, you'd wait, like, 30 seconds, and you'd bring the fish up, and then you'd spend the next, like, minute and a half getting the fish off of your line if it wasn't a keeper, um, because, you know, that was 19 keepable fish. There were even more that we caught. And then if you caught a sculpin, you had to wait for an actual crew member, and the actual crew members were, like, just drowning in the amount of, like, fish they had to take off lines it was absolutely crazy go fucking nuts um and i asked them if they've been seeing this in a lot and they basically said like yeah since the beginning of may all the haddock are in uh shallow water ah. so and sculpin um very are which you may know from was it ballast points beer um have little like spines on their heads that are like covered in bacteria and if they stab you you will get are to quote your hand will swell up like a fucking baseball mitt. Um, as the crew told me. So, after that, um, I spent another weekend hanging out with my XGF from uh, the A-Ram for Katie's Tits and uh, Died Dominions videos. And uh, we went into Boston and got uh, ramen, which was fucking fantastic, at the uh, really good pork uh, ramen place I talked about. For those who are momentarily confused... You mean gamer tag my XGF? Yes. Um, because that was a moment there for me. Yeah, I was like, I, mm. I liked the ambiguity, and it forces people to have to go back and watch your content. <laughs> Fair. Um. So other than that, I uh, so hanging out with uh, my XGF, aka Mike. Um, he got Skyward Sword went down to like twenty bucks on the uh, Wii U store. Okay. And I had never played this game. Um, and, you know, at this point in my life, any Zelda that isn't actively, like, accosting me as a video game, I will sit through and enjoy. And that game is really interesting. Um, have either of you played it at all? That's the motion-based Zelda game, right? It was for the Wii? Yes. No. So... The villain in the game, unlike most, like, Zelda games, is very actively menacing. Like, the dude liter is, like, super fucking creepy and, like, flicks his tongue and stuff and, like, licks his lips when he looks at you. Yeah. And actually, yeah, basically exactly <laughs> like that, Charlie. <laughs> he's coming he's like, you hero of time. Yeah, and he basically is like, get in my way and I will murder you. How Which you murder... When you think about, or when you consider the word choice in this, to kill something, killing isn't necessarily wrong. We kill chickens to eat. Murder is against the law and is an actual well-defined immoral activity. He is saying, I acknowledge that killing you is against the law, and I am going to, like, henceforth go through with that. Like, it is the darkest form of, like, what they could present this guy with in a Zelda game. I'm going to kill you and hang your corpse from my fence. Pretty much. Um, so if Jesus. you want a ultra creepy fucking uh, Zelda villain, that's the way to get it. That said, it also has, I guess, what has been fan voted the most annoying character in any Zelda game ever. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Yeah, she's really fucking annoying. Yeah, um, she is. So Wait, the mistake. Which 
Skyward Sword. Her name's. No. What's her name? Um, I will look that up right now. Dita or something. I've. I've... I want to call her um, Din, but I don't think that's, that's right. I, I, I Din, I can... think, is from um, Majora's Mask or something like that. No, that was Talk. Uh, Tattle and or is Telen Tattle? Oh, Tattle. Um, yeah, sorry. Let's see, what's her name? Fee. F I. I was totally oh, okay. wrong. Um, she literally repeats absolutely everything that is said, like. It'll be like, you got the Deku Nut. It might be able to stun enemies. You appear to... And then she'll pop out of your sword and be like, you appear to have acquired a Deku Nut. My uh, research implies that you may be able to use it to stun enemies. It's like, I literally just read that fee. Like, <laughs> she does this all the time. And the other mistake that they made with this Zelda game is, you know the impassable owl in Ocarina of Time? Yeah. You know, <laughs> that yes. cocksucker. You know how if you, pressed, if you pressed B, it zipped through all of his dialogue? Mm-hmm. They didn't add that feature. You literally have to wait for her to say out every fucking word. And same goes for every character. Like they, they need to patch that shit in, um, because that makes the, like her just even more grinding and halting and annoying. Um, and also this game is the like vertically happy Zelda because you fly around on a bird, and mm-hmm. that bird handles like a bag of fucking dicks, like. Because the way they designed it to work is you have to, like, waggle the controller to get the bird to fly upward, and then you have to aim the controller down to make it go downward. But what they don't realize is that although your wrist theoretically has, you know, what, 180-degree sphere of motion, if you were holding it and your thumb is upward, like if you're holding, like, a TV remote and you aim it at the floor, your wrist actually doesn't do that motion, like, at all. Mm. So you, they wind up making you flab really high, and then you have to, like, stand up and aim your shoulder at the ground because your wrist doesn't do that, um, which is hard to explain, but I swear to God it's fucking true. Yeah, that game has been notorious for, hey, um, these controls, not so good. Yeah. I mean, there's some fun things. The combat in the game's fun. In concept, Quirky it's I, I, and yeah. shitty... It's not exactly the most, like, amazingly executed thing I've ever encountered. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. Um, There's definitely a lot to be desired. How long did you play for? Like, four or five hours? Yeah, so imagine playing, like, 20 hours of that. Oh, yeah, no. I think it would wear eventually. It's just, what gets frustrating is the registration's really crap. Because they have in it slashing from pretty much any angle and jabbing. And it doesn't take into effect the fact you have to, like, pull your arm backwards to do a motion. So it, it's, it doesn't handle that great, but it's fun. The villain's actually threatening. Fee is a nightmare, though. Um, I'm rem- I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I think that's that game. I'm pretty sure just because it wouldn't make sense. I think there's a later on point in that game where the inability to control things precisely becomes a problem. Because it's like, hey, the you have to game. stab specifically right now. Oh, yeah, no, that's absolutely, like, the whole game. Yeah. Um, so, did that. That was a ton of fun. Um, then later that not same week, I guess, because it's been two weeks, my parents got tickets to go see Whose Line Is It Anyway Live, 
Um, so I got to see whose line is it anyway with uh, Ryan Stiles, Jeff Davis, um, and Greg Proops, which was absolutely hilarious. That is a solid lineup right there for the Who's I Line. I don't know who right any there. of those people are. What? Did you ever watch Who's Line? I was historically not a fan. Uh, oh. I oh, don't like so improv. Well, my family loves it. Um, no, I've got I, to see I that. their own. I just it's it never clicked with me. Yep. And then my family went to I think it's in Boston. It's called Gourmet Dumpling House, which I is. They have an article on their wall that I guess they're ranked the number two Chinese food place in um, the country. Um. I well, don't honestly know how they got that Next time I'm in accolade. town with my girlfriend, we'll have to see how Chinese she thinks that place is. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. The food was good by all means, but it wasn't like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe or it's it's one of those things like if you go to 10 different restaurants out here, General Gao Chicken is going to be served to you 10 different like versions. I, if that's at the restaurant, she will give it an F. Mm-hmm. Uh, their menu is fucking massive they have tons and tons and tons of stuff fair um everything from very very traditional things to very non-traditional things they serve frog um that was on the menu there was something made with frog i don't remember what mm, yeah uh, gonna take a pass on frog it's okay it tastes like chicken mm-hmm. i've actually a jumpy, heard but a bit jumpy little, uh... <laughs> big gamey one um, might say leggy <laughs> yeah. Um, let's say, I believe I have heard uh, what Charlie just said before, essentially, the uh, that it is good and very chicken-like. Most amphibians kind of taste like chicken. Mm-hmm. For that matter, like most reptiles, most things that you could call a lizard and not be totally wrong about kind of taste like chicken. Mm-hmm. Like alligator tastes a shit ton like chicken, and all lizards kind of taste the same, and amphibians taste like slightly less gamey lizards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so did that. Um, then my roommate introduced me to this abridged series called 50% Off, which is of the show Free. Which is the swimming anime that is the reason oh, that sports God. animes are a thing. And it is, it's one of those things like Yu Gi Oh! Bridged is especially amazing because the show Yu Gi Oh! is so crazy. And Free is such a like, it it's so off the wall and like not ashamed of what it is. And then you let people go abridge with it. And the people who are doing the abridge are absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like they changed the uh, pretty boy character or the one that is supposed to be the soft boy pretty boy, into being, like, completely gangster. And, like, they changed the main character of the show into a schizophrenic, and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, Like, literally, when they introduce the, um, the like, soft boy character, he just immediately comes and like, hey, guys, guess who just got out of prison? <laughs> and, like, That's in the show, really... man. They didn't dub that at all. Oh, yes, I'm sure. Um, they also Photoshop prison tattoos onto him when he has his shirt off, <laughs> which, because it's that show, is very often. Um, Again, not Photoshop, just how that show is. Yeah. Um, I can tell by the pixels. Um, <laughs> so, that sh- or if you want a good abridged show, that one's very funny. Yeah, I. 
And I believe it's not done by Team Four Star. I, I had exited the anime world and then went to something that had an anime focus, and it was the year that show was like fucking everywhere. And I'm walking around going like, why the fuck are there so many people in Speedos here? The <laughs> hell is going on? Pretty much, yeah. It's all about being like a hard bod speedo wearing individual and I, I don't I don't even know what this show is actually about. I it's one of those things like the Yu-Gi-Oh Bridge series where I choose to believe that like the actual show Yu-Gi-Oh really just is the Abridge series and that's just officially my version of canon from now on. <laughs> Sai Yuga, it's difficult to focus on a children's card game while faking this Brooklyn accent. What could Studios Abridged be about? Uh, food. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it would just be be, slight little breaks. Yeah, it would be, you cut out all the video games and just have the food topics. (laughs) Right? Um. Fuck you, fuck you, no fuck you. (laughs) Either that or it would be like slowly going through like the Let's Plays and it like starts out with, um, Brutal Legend and then jumps over to like. I don't know, Jade Empire and brief excerpts of uh, Metal Gear, then a quick stop at um. So it's me yelling at Jim is what you're saying. Yeah, it's just you yelling at Jim. And then, like, someone would have to, like, just redo the character so that you'd be, like, some very passive, submissive character and Jim is, like, this abusive yelling character. It's just a role reversal or something. (laughs) And then Alex comes in and they, like, redub Alex so that, like, it's all about his dog and that like he barely recognizes you guys are people and he's got like he's talking to inanimate <laughs> objects or something and then my character all of his lines are cut and he's just sits in the no, shame no, corner. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're in everything. That's the joke. Yeah, I'm actually in content. There's the joke right there. So yeah, there's the uh, something we get studios a bridge series as proposed by Jeff. <laughs> is that our um, next week's podcast? Is just an abridged version of this series? Oh yeah, food, f- two food. minutes long. Fuck you, Jeff is pale. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> roll credits. Cue the cue the metal. No, Boom. no. <laughs> yeah, be careful with that phrase. He might end the episode right now. I'm thinking <laughs> about it. <laughs> it's like, huh. oh my god. Oh, so yeah, that pretty. Or other than that, I went back to hockey this week and, uh, um. This week I was like just absolutely on fire for some reason and just saved way more shots than I'm used to doing and uh, was really That's happy good. with myself. Um, the one downside is they're fucking closing the rink for the next fucking month, so there won't be any hockey and I'll be a sad. Mm. Um, Jesus, we have to go back to regular working out like running and that shit's fucking bullshit. Um, and that pretty much brings you up to speed with what's going on in my world. Mm. So, Charlie... I believe you are next. Um, I am literally at the last boss of Persona 5. And I, I don't mean like I'm close. I am literally at the save point before that final boss. And I'm at a weird crossroads where I it's a long-ass boss fight. It's a JRPG final boss that, like, failure takes a half hour. And yeah. I have almost beaten the boss, like, five times now the point where i'm like like, sephiroth's got like eight different settings i can only imagine what an atlas boss looks like uh it's it's not that crazy it's just the thing has a shit ton of health and staying alive is what my party does really well 
So you, you chip away as it appropriately. So I'm at the crossroads of, do I just slide it down to easy and like be like, fuck it, I got all the way here? Or do I give in to my base instinct and grind out like 10 levels because the area you're in at the end is like... I had a very weird moment I wish I'd listened to where I'm like, man, I am leveling up way too frequently for the end of the game. Maybe I should grind here a little bit. I kind of wish I'd given into that instinct and ground a little bit more in that in that area I had that thought in because grinding in the area I'm in now, it's like, man, a bunch of these fights are actually hard. Not because I'm underleveled, but because, like, the, the mechanics of this game have been turned on their head and, like, everything's immune to everything. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah, that's, that's my warning about that game. Like, and that also being said, like, if you think you're at the end of the game, set aside, like, six hours because there are some catastrophically huge gaps between saves. Like, there was one night I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play some Persona 5. 4 a.m. rolls around. I'm like, I was gonna go to bed three hours ago. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of this. This is the first save point in like three hours. That's when I discovered that PlayStation 4s have a rest feature. I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. It's failed you before? Yeah, and, and, and so well, because of my situation in Persona 5, I can't, like, it's the... I can't ju- I can't play it at night after work, so I'm like, okay, I need to go to bed at a reasonable time, and I can't, like, find myself locked halfway through a hour-long bass, like a, a fucking long-ass boss battle at midnight and be like, well, I either can, like, throw it now, or I can sleep deprive myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Persona games in general, my sleep schedule are not on speaking terms. Yeah. No, so, but as a result, I have played a little bit of Strafe, which is dumb fun. It's that, um, kind of Doom-era graphic-level game with modern like controls and it's is it a good game eh. is it a fun game yeah like a, a game that's like hey do you remember rocket jumping yeah do you remember kind of like weird weapons yeah what's reloading yeah hmm. it's it's fun it, it's new i the, the like the 80s or the, the 90s are back and all their horrible polygonish glory nice yeah it's i I don't want more games in that style because that game style is like look how fucking shitty these graphics are but it's a fun like hey i haven't played a shooter in like two and a half months because of persona (laughs) (laughs) yeah no and then on top of that um have you guys heard about player unknowns battlegrounds Yes, I have, actually. I've played it a few times. So I have also been playing that ever so little bit, and that game is real intense. That 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 game's real cool. It, it is, actually. It, it takes the kind of... I enjoy its honesty. Where like H, it, it is everything I hate about H1Z1 distilled down to an honest version of H1Z1 or stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, this game eventually just turns into you killing people. It's not about survival. It's eventually you kind of griefing people this game is like no fucking kill those people what else can i do nothing we gave you this island to go kill people on it it is battle mm-hmm. fucking royale the video game yes it nice. is very much Wait, so have you seen that movie i have yes alexander okay yes. Now, proceed 
Yeah, I. Yes, that that huh? that game is cool. Mm-hmm. We, I'm I'm trying to round up Jim, and I'm now gonna try and coerce Jeff into buying it so we could do like a four-player uh, team or something like that for some videos or something. Yeah, you can do a four-man squad, which is nice. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Our hours don't line up at all, though. <laughs> yeah, we could do like a weekend recording or something. It's yeah. It's mostly just a game that, like, by yourself, it's crazy. And in some, like, pickup groups I've been in, it's crazy, but for totally different reasons. Because, like, the addition of squad mates does fundamentally change that game in some really weird ways. It's like, man, this is a different game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely something to pick up if you're looking for something indie that's kind of fun and quirky. Like, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, very much a good, like, good game to pick up. It's only multiplayer, though. Oh, yeah. Does it even have a single player mode? Nope. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Only multiplayer. So. No, and I, I guess, like, the other thing I've been doing a lot of lately, or not a lot of lately, but got into for a brief hot second, um, I, I come back from my, uh, dark corner of the internet i you guys know what fidget spinners are yes <laughs> oh my schoolmate teacher friends cannot fucking hear enough about them they hate them I, so i'm with them on that topic a little bit but so i i was watching some with me in mind <laughs> I, 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 think I have pretty... add and i'm not very bright <laughs> <laughs> yeah some would liken me to that of a child. <laughs> Someone on this podcast may have likened you on this podcast to a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right, Alex? No. But moving on. All right, so I, I don't get fidget spinners, but I think it was like last night and a couple nights before it, I wound up, I, I've collectively watched like three hours of fidget spinner trick compilation videos on YouTube. That's a thing? It's not really, and that's the dark corner of the internet thing, because Ah. there's only, like, four tricks you can do with a fidget spinner, and they're all, like, throwing it in some way and then catching it and having it still spinning, which I get. Like, that, that takes some skill. The issue is, like, for every kind of cool video of some dude, like, bouncing it off his knuckles it's spinning and you're like holy shit that's like genuinely impressive there's like a 10 minute video of this kid like starting it spinning and then throwing it in a bucket from 10 feet away and he's like oh shit i'm the motherfucking man like it's like dumb kids like losing their minds i'm sitting there going like is it still spinning in the bucket because if it's not i don't give a fuck yeah uh-huh. These kids are living out their Genji dreams, is what they're doing. I, it's 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 not even that. Like it's like there was a video of this kid that was like running and doing like running flips, and he was holding it, and, like, and it was just spinning in his hand. He did the flip, and I'm like, yes, you can do a flip. That's impressive. This is not a spinner trick. This is you holding something and flipping. Something that I can't believe I'm saying this. I assumed you could do if you could do a running flip. This is not a trick. Learn what the fuck a trick is. But then, because of this, I started watching, like, fidget spinner reviews. And now understand way too fucking much about this. So I'm then on Amazon being like, okay, I'm not, I, I, 
I want to own one of these fucking pieces of shit now too. Like I'm in it. Like how much do they cost? Ten dollars. I bought a high end fidget spinner at the quote oh, high cost of ten dollars. I was getting ceramic bearings or better. Because the real people that care about fidget spinners all have ceramic bearings. I can replace <laughs> mine. Like I, For someone that does what I do for a living, every time I look at this, I'm like, if I had access to a 3D printer, I would just start making these fuckers and put like frictionless bearings from McMaster car in them and be like, hey, look, look how much better these are because it's a better bearing. Like, I... I now understand, like, Dude, the you can go to one of your local skateboard shops, especially because you're in L.A., and go get, like, Japanese sword steel bearings. Yeah. I, yes, oh. like, I I saw some ones that were made of wood, and, like, oh, it takes some um, fucking uh, skateboard bearings. And I'm like, this is all kinds of dumb. Dude, get some Japanese steel ball bearings, like Jeff said. Put them in there and then make like call them the Hattori Hanzo fucking spinners. I don't have a 3D Hanzo. printer. Like that's that that goes back to. No, I, if I'm not done, I make money. I'm gonna call them the Genji. Not even the Genji. Go. Oh, well, Genji would be pretty relevant now. But go, neon go green with black highlights, an Xbox logo in the center of it. Call it the Genji. Overwatch people will buy it. Dude, that's you live true. in LA. Just put a weed logo on it and you'll sell it like fucking hotcakes. <laughs> I maybe I it's sell it out in front of Seven Eleven. You'll sell out in like ten minutes. Uh, yeah, probably. I'd so. Uh, but by next week, I'll have my fidget spinner. Like, and the dumb thing is, I've played with one somewhere. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid. But after going down the fidget spinner rabbit hole and then watching a shit ton of reviews about fidget spinners, I'm like, I have all this knowledge. I must put it to good use now. <laughs> But I don't know if you have to actually. Uh, no, I, if it had cost more than ten dollars, I'd have been like, "Fuck it!" Like literally, it was. I'm like, I need this not to be on Amazon Prime. It needs to be more than ten dollars. Like one of the best rated ones, according to the fidget spinner community, is like ten bucks on Amazon, and it's quote the pricey model. And I'm like, "Fuck it, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Let's buy something dumb." So yeah, so um, hot fidget spinner action coming to something Wicked Studios in the future. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, have that some, reckless spending. <laughs> I'm gonna have some bitchin' uh, fidget sk- uh, spinner trick videos of me just like leaving it on tables and throwing it in garbage cans and handing it to strangers. Like, yeah, I got tricks. I'm gonna call bullshit about. on you when you just throw a fucking front flip and just hold on to the thing. And like, come on, Charlie, you know the difference. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That said, I would love to see a video of you like holding a fidget spinner and doing like a like a cartwheel across your couch. <laughs> no Charlies were harmed in the filming of this video. You I really think. assume I can do a cartwheel still? Like, or, what you should do is like shitty parkour with the fidget spinner. So like, so you mean my version of parkour, which is like running through walls and being like, "Fuck it, I'll tank this shit." Yeah, and, like, just jump up on your sofa holding the, holding the fidget spinner and then, like, show that it's still spinning when you just jumped up on the sofa. That's what these fucking videos are! That's the issue! Mm-mm. Hardcore parkour. That wouldn't be there making fun of it. That would be me being like, yeah, this is what, a, this is what fidget spinner videos are. Mm. But, yeah, yeah, 
Because of this, I also know there are some assholes out there selling, like, solid brass ones for, like, $70, oh, $80. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, we just thought the concept would be better in a rare metal. Yeah, I... I mean, I guess it's a better weapon now. I... You get a whole bunch no, of these the, things on a string the, and make a uh, the better bowl weapon out ones of them. are the ones that are made to look like shuriken, uh, shurikens or throwing mm -hmm. knives right off the bat. Yeah, those ones are actively dangerous, but they're mm. bad for tricks. So who? So you know, I didn't want one of those. I want to join the competitive. I can't even say it with a straight face. Uh, spinner, or flipper, spinner, fidget spinner, trick league. Like I couldn't go pro in vaping, but holding a fucking spinning disc of plastic, I got this. I can't wait for the fucking Twitch videos and YouTube. Well, there's already YouTube, but I can't wait for the Twitch channel that streams nothing but fidget bullshit. It'll be phenomenal. Yeah, I. <laughs> Maybe us. Interesting use of the word phenomenal, but we'll we'll let it ride. I, I'm looking to um the, the competitor to vape.tv, um fidgetspinner.tv that there will be a something with the studios account on the moment <laughs> it exists. We will stream zero fidget spinner content to it. We'll get uh, I tell you guys what the latest flag we got from vape.tv. We got a flag for them? No. What? Uh, apparently the content we've streamed to it is not vape-centric enough, and they'd like us to incorporate more vape stuff into our uh, into our stream content, which I responded to with no. <laughs> is it just, like, reply, and it's, like, just all it says is no. In the yeah, message, that's, that's all I did. Flag. I don't even know if they got it. They're like, if you could, like, vape in your face cam, that'd be great. And I'm like, No. <laughs> I only have you because I thought it was dumb. You're making this more legitimate than I want this dumb joke to be. Oh, I only man. vape when I fidget spin. And I don't <laughs> fidget spin yet. And I'm all out of gum. <laughs> <laughs> no, just stand there vaping and fidget spinning. Be the inner ultimate internet douchebag at that point. I, I, I'm actually actively waiting for the first, like, defective Chinese bearings that under friction catch fire or something, because I will <laughs> buy a shit ton of those and be like, this is what we were always working towards. <laughs> this are was the end like, game. <laughs> are you going to, like, take them all and, like, put them in, like, uh, brown paper bags and hand them out to children or something? No, I want fidget spinners that, like, self-ignite when you have them go, so, like, the three prongs that's, are on fire. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that those are the fidget spinners I want, or just, like, shoot sparks. Like, if they did mm -hmm. that, I would totally get fidget spinners, but... I don't. I really don't. And I'm <laughs> about to own one. I say, as a fidget spinner owner. <laughs> Not yet, but... So... Yep, I, I will have it by next week. I'll, I'll have my full review of fidget spinners next week on the podcast. Oh, dear lord. But, yeah, that, that's basically been my week. I, it's, I, I'm still kind of allergy-ridden, so I'm going to bed at reasonable hours, hence why I'm like... I could maybe attempt that boss oh, in Persona weird. again, but I'm not going to. I I am ready for Persona 5 to be over. I'm past the 102-hour mark. I'm looking at it going like, yeah, this needs to have ended already. 
I've, I've had a lot of fun. I've made some memories. I want to go back to playing a game where I shoot stuff. I, I, I'm really looking forward to Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. <laughs> you want to get hyped about Mass Effect Andromeda? Play 102 hours of Persona 5 first. Understand what a better RPG is, but then be like, but what if I could be active during combat and you won't give a fuck about that game's shortcomings? <laughs> But yeah, that's me. I want so. my soul back. I, not exactly. I, I guess I'm. I, I I liked. There are two or three moments in Persona Five where I thought the game was gonna go one direction, and then it didn't. And the direction I thought the game was going to go is an infinitely better story than that game wound up having. And mm. like, even the story the game wound up having, there is a moment where that game should have ended in my book. And then it didn't. I'm not like, no, that was so much. It's the, that was your ending. There isn't a better ending than what you accidentally wrote as a not ending. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I will talk about that sometime down the line. It's no longer spoilery to talk about that stuff. I I think you're coming up, actually, Jeff, on like my first, like, there's a better story in this game. They just didn't choose to go down it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm wondering if you'll have that moment, too. I mean, the point I'm at, the minute they started revealing the characters that I'm involved with, I immediately knew where the plot was going to go from there. Um, it's hard for me to discuss that without spoiling. So I Yeah, no, that's that's why I've been intentionally cast, vague as well. It's Yeah. There's some stuff with uh, the characters Dungeon you're not interacting with where, like, they hint at, like, here's some shit we could have done. And I'm like, oh, that would have been such a yeah. fucking cool game. Say so that said, the character I'm at, I'm like, I love when this game gets fucking dark because yeah. it does it just so well. Yeah. Yep. That the story I wanted was darker than the game actually got to. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah. There, I, and it's not a spoiler for me to say I fucking hate Ryuji. <laughs> I know. I know. I know, but I get. To, I'm not saying it on the podcast though. Have you picked a waifu yet? Have you Have you picked a woman to give um, uncomfortable attention to? So far, that's been um, Takamaki. Um, it very easily could switch over to uh, Niijima, though. Yeah, if I was gonna do a second time playthrough, I would do Takamaki. Yeah. Well, that's the plan for New Game Plus. Yeah, I'm waiting for her plot line to take like a large twist, because. Uh, that's what I'm used to in Persona games. It starts out all fun and games, and then someone's parents get run over by a bus. Um, and I'm waiting for that moment with her, because that has not come. Either that or, um, oh, man, I need to look up the name of this character, because it or I'll just say Becky. <laughs> Actually, that is the answer. I spent way more time with Becky than anyone else. She is... Oh, man. That one's fun. <laughs> Little messed up, but fun. Oh, it's fantastically messed up. It's beyond fucked up. I love the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Alex, what have you been up to? Uh, let's see. So, last week was my birthday. Yes. Woo! So, Thank you, thank it was you. mentioned it actually, on the podcast. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was actually exactly on the third. So the third is the day we were going to record. But you so know. how'd your showdown go? Uh that's this showed- weekend. That's this weekend. Oh, is that this weekend? Uh, is that oh, okay. to happen? Yeah, that's happening this weekend. So, um, and I almost ended up canceling that because I forgot that this Sunday is Mother's Day. It so, is, in fact, Mother's Day. Yeah, but I'll be playing Saturday, so it's okay. Um, and actually, my mom's out of town. She, uh, she, she is in the old country, so I'm taking care of the house. But uh, okay, yeah. But um, let's see. So for the my old birthday, country, your mother went back to Russia. Not the no, not the old country there. My mom's Some... from Mexico. Oh, I thought she was from the great motherland. Do I look? Do I Mother look? Russia. Do I look Russian at all? I mean, I, I know I've hung out no, with uh, no uh, everyone's well, you, favorite Russian. Yeah, I say you don't, but you have hung out with everyone's favorite Russian Nikolai tracksuit. And, exactly. I, mean, I, I wasn't being judgmental and assuming where your mother's <laughs> from. You could be from from the great motherland. Hello, Alex's mom. It's I, Nikolai. I need to wish you a happy Mother's Day. That's not dad. <laughs> oh, son. Alex, what it is. <laughs> Say, <laughs> so, yeah, Alex, we got some explaining for you. Oh, uh, this is ready for this. this. This just ties together the whole thing of why Nikolai Traxxer didn't kill me when we were hunting him down in uh, Big Bear a couple of weeks ago or a couple months ago. So it's literally the plot to Archer with Nikolai, uh, Nikolai <laughs> Jackoff. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so hung out pretty much kind of just relaxed uh, for my birthday. Got to eat whatever the hell I wanted. Uh, so that was great. Nice. And then this past weekend, my girlfriend. How did that together. go, by the way? Considering you're being like reintroduced to solids, and then you just have what, like beer and cake? Yeah, it was actually it wasn't too bad. I've done it before, so I'm kind of used to it. Like, Wait, I, I you know cheated the before? Process. Not like cheated before. But I mean, like, I'm familiar with the process. And actually, I've been eating proteins throughout this. Program. Okay. Oh, you're they farther said, along than we thought you were. Got it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So, like, it's 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 a nice like. You know, just nice to be like, oh, what? Pizza? Fuck it. Okay. Hell so, yeah. Rubbing that shit in my face. Exactly. But um, That's because pizza's a skin treatment substitute. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, other than that, this past weekend, my girlfriend put together a really nice surprise. I got to go to a place called uh, Round One here in, in SoCal, which is really nice. It's like this really cool arcade bowling area. area. Really, really fun. So I got to do that. And uh, had nice. a good time, you know. It was nice actually taking a day off work and not having to wake up super early on the weekday. And although oddly enough, uh, I actually took a day off today, but I'll explain that in a second. Um, but yeah, other than that, just uh, playing more and more WoW. I got a pretty solid raid group I'm rolling with every week now, which is nice. Even though it's like a pug thing, it's it's nice. So I'm kind of getting my fix hey, there. Don't knock the pug. The pug is great. No, 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 not at all. Um, so, just kind of doing that. My girlfriend's been playing Breath of the Wild, so I've been watching her play, and it's always just uh-huh. great to watch her play, which is fun. She's, she, what about uh, that Hearted Kingdom? I haven't touched it, man. I'm so mad at myself for not having touched it. Roar! I know, I know. I, I want to get her to play. That's how I want to do it, because I've beaten Kingdom Hearts 1. So I want mm-hmm. her to play through 1, and then we can both do 2. Or whatever, okay. so. That's the plan. But, um, if you do yeah. not play this game in three weeks' time, your PS2 will explode. 
Well, I and have a also PS4. if you take also if your PlayStation goes under 88 miles an hour, it'll also explode. It'll also explode. No, no, Jeff. The threat is I'll just re I'll just reclaim my PS4 he's borrowing. There you go. <laughs> oh, I ha. There we go. <laughs> the plot thickens. Yep. Yeah, but uh, so I got to do some bowling, played some arcade game stuff, which is kind of fun. Uh, let's see what else. Looking for well, we did some more Secret World recordings, which was cool. Yeah, uh, that Secret then, uh, World. Yep. And then uh, I was talking about I guess Guild Wars Two had a sale, so I, I ended up picking that up, and I'm kind of playing around with it a little bit just to kind of get a feel for it because I've always heard good things about it. Uh, let's see what else. What class are you playing? I can't decide. I'm still yeah. That, that was my problem because I never felt a strong attachment to the play style of any class in that game so far the only two would be the thief and uh the engineer yeah those were okay i what what race are you playing oh human yeah i i like the giant viking guys they make fun necromancers or oh the nord yeah yeah the nord yeah they're i i had a back when i played that game i had some real um altaholic issues where i I think I literally replayed the same mission five or six times because I'm like, well, I'm going to play my Hunter now. going to go play my Warlock again. Gonna go. I'm like, I don't know what class I actually like. Yeah. I don't like any of them. Yeah, so I've kind of just been looking up DPS specs and seeing what works and what has flexibility. And, like, apparently, like, a lot of these, they call them jobs in the game, have elite specializations now, which are pretty fucking cool. That so. was not a thing back when I played. Yeah, they've added that. So when you hit level 80, every class has elite specializations. So, like, uh, the thief becomes a daredevil, and he literally battles with a staff kind of thing. Uh, the what Revenant does a warlock becomes... become, or a necromancer? I forgot what necromancer... I think they become a reaper. Or just straight like badass. That. Yeah, just reaper. Like, that's what they are now. You're already um, the reaper. Like, you play that class because every spell causes staff weapons to turn into a sickle. Yeah, like it's a cool nice. little visual effect. Where I'm like, that's I'm like I play like that's pretty fucking metal. Yeah, and they have like a like they have like a, a necromancer like I guess, or not a necromancer but like a reaper mode where they go into that stance thing or whatever. Found my cool. class. Found my class. Yeah. So, um, so let's see. They have that, and then uh, I forget what some of the other ones have, but I just know yeah, that's that's like a few of the the advanced classes they have and shit like that, but um. The one that stood out to me was actually the Mesmer, because at max level, they can become a Chronomancer. So they're like a time mage, essentially. Which I, is kind of cool. I'm sorry, you can become death. There is yeah. a correct answer. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, you that became a samurai? Correct. I became the motherfucking Grim Goddamn Reaper. There you go. Uh well, yeah, so I've kind of been playing around with that a little bit, so sooner or later I'm sure we're going to jump into that. But Yeah, I don't think it will be immediately. I, it's, I think the plan with Secret World is we're at the last um, zone of the first chapter. I think mm. our plan we talked about was we're going to finish that off, see what the hell happens with the new Secret World thing, which we'll talk about in a little bit in news, mm. maybe, pick up, maybe pick up some Warframe for a little bit or something. I... I need something a little more action-y, I guess, after Secret World, because either we're going to go back to it immediately, or we may jump on to something else for a wee bit mm. as the dust settles. 
Okay, yeah. No, I played Warframe before, so that'll be fun to jump yeah. back into. I'd like to see where it's at now compared to where it was when I played it. I, as one of the more controversial videos and games we've talked about on this channel <laughs> and podcast. And like that, technically popular, I guess. Yeah, that game has had some changes. Mm. Like, I, I literally, I played, I did a quick look on that game, and they were like, yeah, the patch you were playing is fucking shit. Oh, wow. Hmm. That'll be fun to check out then. I'll yeah. make sure to just get it downloaded yeah. and installed then. It's been yeah. pretty um, solid for a while, but like the the PS4 one that existed for a while was like, yeah, no, that game is terrible. There's a PC version. There is? <laughs> yeah. And also the fixed all the PS4 problems was already on the PC and announced for the PS4 for like the next day. Yeah. And then I played the Xbox One release that was like, hey, we put a story mode in. I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? Like, this is new and kind of cool. And, like, this game is a hell of a lot cooler now. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I played it a while ago, so it was pretty, like, bare bones, I think. And... So that's actually probably good, because I am... I never even came close to finishing the story mode of that game. But if you're at least, like, a two- or three-year-old player they'll reset you to the start of all the quests. Which oh, really? Is good. Yeah, it's... They made an huh. active choice to basically be like, hey, um, we're just resetting all of this shit. Like, were you playing pre or post the flight frames? Hmm. The flight frames? Okay, that's the I, answer no. I was looking for. Yeah. If, yeah. If, that's, if, if you don't know what the hell that means, that means you were playing pre because those things are terrible and very memorable. Ah, Okay, then, yeah, definitely before that, then. Yeah, they, they uh, added basically, like, aerial combat sections you have to build a flight armor for. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't gotten anywhere near close to that, but, you know, we'll see. I'll get it installed. Um, what else have I been up to? Uh, well, right now I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Puppy Watch, because I don't know if I told you guys, but on Monday my dog got spayed, my second dog. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she's rocking the cone of shame right now. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And, like, I love this dog. She's so derpy. Like, she's the polar opposite of my first dog. And she just bumps into everything normally. And so to have her, like, <laughs> just, like, have the cone is, like, doubly The drugs clumsy. aren't helping? No. Nah. Well, mm -hmm. she, there's only, the drugs don't do that much to her as far as, like, making her tired. But, um. But, like, she'll try to jump on the bed and try once, and the cone kind of interferes. And then she used to just stare at the bed like, I'm defeated, and there's no way I'm climbing up here now. And she'd just sit there and stare at it. I'm like, oh, get over here. So I'd pick her up and put her on the bed kind of thing. But, um, no, she's, uh, she's doing okay. Just making sure she doesn't lick her stitches is the biggest concern right now. So, um, yeah, she's doing all right. And one of these days I'll send you guys a picture so you can see them. But she's uh, she's already bigger than my first dog, and she's only like six, seven months, so mm -hmm. she's a she's a black lab. So, well, isn't she anticipated to get way bigger than the other dog? Uh, yep, we're expecting it. She's already like fifty something pounds and uh, six months old. So, mm -hmm. yep, she already outweighs my first dog, who's a husky pit mix. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so she's doing yeah, all right. Yeah, that dog's gonna grow to be weak. Oh. That that was sarcasm. That was gonna be a beast. Yeah. No. She and the thing is, like, they're they're opposites because the lab. She's so like 
affectionate and loving. Like, she'll just run up to me and just jump right on me and start licking me. And the other one is very like, eh, I'll cuddle with you if I want, I guess. Otherwise, you can go fuck yourself. So I'm like, oh, Is thanks. this required? Will, <laughs> will cuddling be on the test? I yes. tolerate you. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, thank you. Like, if she was, she had a personality, and my girlfriend and I have discussed this in detail, if she had a voice and a personality, she would call us by our long first names. So she'd be like, oh, Alejandro, calm yourself. Or my girlfriend would be like, oh, Miranda, please stop. That's that's ridiculous. Like, she probably has an accent, too. No, 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 you're, you're, you're wrong. <laughs> Male human, I demand food now. Female human, I also demand food. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so yes. she's so, so she's on she's on watch right now, so she'll be okay. Uh, just I figured at least for the first two days we would we would make sure she watched for. Her. So my girlfriend took yesterday's shift, I took today's, and uh, other than that, that brings us to today where I've just been playing. Uh, I got back into Overwatch, and I'm slowly starting to get a little more ahead back on the. The grind, it's still a pain in the ass. and Okay. You know, so. Um, other than that, not much else right now. Um, just, uh, yeah, looking forward to Persona tomorrow. I think I'm ready for it. It's a nice taking a small hiatus from playing that because I, um, it was a lot to take in that first time. Oh, you know nothing. I know. Nothing! I'm Jon Snow. I know nothing about what's coming up. He knows more about Persona 4 than you do. Oh, fuck. Well, yeah. That's where I'm at. That's that's, Yeah, little known fact, Jon Snow is a huge Atlas Games fan. Yeah. (laughs) Is he? He's played the shit out of Catherine. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's played the shit out of Catherine and uh, Nocturne. Wow, I did not know that. As we all know. You, so you probably didn't know because I'm making it up. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Fan, <laughs> real fans only play Nocturne. And Jon Snow only plays Nocturne. Yep. I at least got my street cred by at least I did technically start with Nocturne. But I didn't finish with Nocturne. Yeah. Ah. I at least got my toes wet in that one. I am aware of the game that starts the game and then immediately deletes the fucking planet. <laughs> Boom, bitch! So, so Jon Snow plays out. The following <laughs> is significant. It's what? <laughs> you Shit. thought you knew RPGs, motherfucker, didn't you? Didn't you? Uh, so if Jon Snow wants to tell us about his Nocturne experience, he can write to no. us at lookatawesomecats at gmail.com. I believe the name you're looking for is Kirk Hammett, but. <laughs> I heard Jon no, Snow. No, the character Jon Snow. Yeah, I would literally want out. the character Jon Snow to write into WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com and tell us your opinions on Atlas Games. We're not getting to that part yet. <laughs> Ollie, we played all of the Persona games. <laughs> and Ollie's just a shit because nobody likes Ollie. <laughs> Pretty much. Fuck Ollie. By the way, little <laughs> side note on Ollie. Um, did you know Wait, there was what? a fuck Ollie subreddit? Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> It's the best. I love Reddit sometimes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's my week. All right. All right. News. Uh, it's been a little while since you guys had to do this, so um, uh, you know what happens next, right? Uh, smoke signals, and we talk about... No, no, news. Oh, news! It involves a noise. <laughs> Is this the part where we talk about food? <laughs> 
It's the part where Alice goes. Close enough. So I. There have been a ton of leaks this week, but until some stuff gets a little more confirmed than just like, hey, here's a screen, here's a picture that may or may not have been taken off a Ubisoft dev kit cut. Mm. console we're going to ignore them there's the assassin's creed stuff out there there's some rumors of a far cry 5 we're not going to dig into them though because yeah there's so nothing actually... to dig into really but yeah, what there there's... is to dig into is uh some kind of network news i guess uh remember maker studio for youtube yeah they uh they used to employ well, a Disney. guy known as uh what was his name pewdiepie there you go, PewDiePie. They also own a ton of other channels, actually. Yeah, like, uh, so they're kind of going away and being and, and being uh, replaced by Disney Digital Network, where they mm. focus on really curating the hell out of their stuff, and probably being a little more selective, given all that went down about all that fun stuff. But like, there's a bunch of like the only thing that's weird about this is. Like, are they still going to keep Maker Studios? Because if they aren't, it's going to be weird because they have certain things that are very popular under the Maker Studios name, such as Epic Rap Battles of History is, in fact, a thing of Maker Studios. So Yeah, so the emphasis, Maker Studios is still going to be a thing, mm-hmm. but under the uh, Disney YouTube Network thing, there's going to be an emphasis on, well, making it a little more family-friendly. Ah, Okay. High-value, family-friendly YouTubers. The exact phrase they've put out there. Sure. It's basically going to be curated. A phrase that's th- uh, being thrown around a lot when it comes to YouTube lately. The idea that they're going to start being a little more selective about what exactly they're allowing to go up. And as a result, who they're going to work with. They're going to be going over their content more. I like the idea of them saying curate almost like, you know, YouTube videos are grown. We farm only them. the finest YouTube videos. We don't pull them out of the ground till they're ripe. We at Disney Interactive Network believe in only serving you the finest, most ready-to-go videos possible. Exactly. Paid for by Time Steve. to go over to the YouTube tree and uh, give it a good shake and then see what falls out of it. <laughs> How's it going over oh, there? Ah, goddammit, it's another reaction video. How's it going, secret Nazi uh, uh, Walt Disney? <laughs> wow, that How do you... escalated quickly. That's a real thing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I'm just saying it, it. That escalated real quick. As someone who is me, you cannot say Disney without my brain automatically adding. You mean the secret Nazi? <laughs> but moving on from that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Dynasty Warriors is finally going open world. It's like everything I don't like about Dynasty Warriors expanded. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can we... uh, Wait, never mind. I'm coming around to my opinion. Is there any way we can make a Hyrule version to make Jim play it? Uh, Maybe that game might be called uh, uh, Breath of the Wild, kind of, but... He was no, also Breath of the Wild's a one. full game. <laughs> Fair. But, so yes, the next Dynasty Warriors is going to be an open-world game, as which kind of makes sense. 
Mm. But, like, it's like, wasn't it already kind of an open-world game? Just a shitty one that had levels? Uh, yeah, i say it's just a collection of bad open-worlds. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. But yeah, you can look forward to hack and slashing your way through enemies, sniping down enemies from afar, scaling walls with ninja grappling hooks, and infiltrating enemy castles. This might be the closest to a real game this franchise has ever gotten. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I've always wanted to like the Dynasty Warriors game because they're kind of like... Yeah, it's lots of enemies at once, but yeah, it's it's so mashy. And as someone who likes grinding, they're too grindy for me. Mm -hmm. They're way too repetitive. Mm. Which I'm just like, open world? Why? So you can do it in more locations at once? <laughs> now you can go from giant pot of enemies to giant pot of enemies to a third giant pot of enemies. The best kind of enemies. Several pods of enemies. Yeah. 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 I That's probably the last we'll be talking about that. It was just more I had the reaction upon reading about that. It was like wasn't it already kind of open? I guess not. Huh. Oh well. Yeah. If they could make an open world version of their Gundam Dynasty Warriors game, that I'd be down for cuz those ones are dumb and awesome. Now, that's a whole nother concept. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Moving on from that, though, we have an official arrival date for Secret World Legends. It is June 26th. There have been some confusing... There, there have been some reactions from the betas, though, I guess. Not all of them positive, not all of them negative. It mm. is... Un a lot of people are very confused. What the hell... Secret World Legends is because, like, yeah, it's basically the exact same game with better graphics. What's different? Nothing. It's literally the same levels. Okay. I, 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 I'm really hoping they fix solo instances, but beyond that, I dig that game, so I'm not sure I want them to change it that much. But at the same time, this feels like very weird. So they're yeah, basically like, saying, we got it right the first time. Yeah. So, wait. Is there even going to be a graphics update or anything? Or is the, it just the same game? There is a graphics update. The game. I've seen some screenshots. The game does look meaningfully better. And they're like, yeah, and the UI is a little different. And the quests are the same. The music's the same. The voice acting's the same. Like, everything's the same. Hmm. But... We'll get to experience that for ourselves when it comes out, I guess. I, I, But this is the reason we're pausing, because if it really is the same, we just may stick with the old one. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Is there any, is there any actual gameplay footage out? Or is Not that I've just... seen, but I haven't also looked that hard. I was kind of hoping to be surprised. But that also now kind of tracks with, hey, this game's super the same. We're not releasing gameplay footage of it as scummy as that may now be. Hmm. I don't know, though. I, it's It cuts both ways kind of situation. It just the rumors surrounding it have been interesting. Hmm. Yeah, there's there's not a lot. I'm looking around real quick, but I, don't, I only see uh, little things here and there. 
No, and, and the game does look a lot better. Some of the new enemy models are like, yep, that is scarier. Yeah. It sounds like it may have, like, reticle-based combat now, so that may get my controller support wish finally, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Controller MMO. Interesting. A couple of those exist. Warframe's kind of one of those. Terra's definitely one of those. Like, the, the fact the Secret World doesn't have controller support is in many ways more confusing than this getting controller support finally. Mm-hmm. Just given how that game works. Yeah. But moving on from that, uh, this is just some dumb news I thought was funny. It's actually last week's news, but I wanted the two Overwatch players on this podcast to be around to talk about it. Woo! A Korean politician was using Overwatch-style play-of-the-game videos to campaign. That's fucking awesome. With, fucking like, backdrops and genius. stuff. Yes. Yeah. Fucking genius. Especially the land of the Bang PC. That is exactly the place to do that, yeah. Yeah. Or PC Bang, I think it's called. Whatever, it's the yeah, PC cafes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was funny and dumb. I, If you ever wondered exactly how popular Overwatch was, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> But speaking of things that are crazy popular that I don't play, uh, what have I always said about MOBAs? That you can't stand them? That Beyond the that. Ever? What would make me play a MOBA? What would make you play a MOBA? If yeah. If it was metal related? That would also get me to play it once, but like, what do I think MOBAs should have? Oh. First-person shooter controls? Guy appears to crapped out on me. Okay, fuck it. Dota 2 is getting some single-player levels. Oh! Like a campaign. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's... I thought so. Huh. Yeah, the stuff, it's... um. If you have the 2017 Battle Pass, you'll get instant access to it. No run without you'll be able to buy it right off the bat. I. It's... It looks kind of like a Diablo-style game. So, yeah. I don't know. It looks cool. It's... It looks way better than the game should. Like, some of the screenshots for the Dota campaign, like, it's like, that is a appealing ground texture you guys got going on there. Hmm. That's better than some twin-stick shooters I've played lately. Moving on from that, though, we have uh, some E3 news, or some pre-E3 news. Uh, you got uh, Mr. Jeff Keighley out there saying the future of E3 is something called the E3 Coliseum. Something aimed kind of... So, for those who've been living under a rock, you can buy your way into E3 this year. I am actually not going because we don't qualify for the good press passes, and there's a very decent chance this year's E3 might be a bit of a shit show as a result. Really? I okay. So... E3... It, it, We've never had the super fancy press passes that get you, like, instant access to demos and stuff like that. Those still exist. The E3 press passes you can buy are literally stamped consumer. And you're going to take some long lines and make them potentially way the fuck longer. 
I'm actually expecting this to be a very interesting E3 and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. But the idea behind E3 Coliseum would be, well, it it is the E3 experience for people like that. It, it's being kind of pushed by Jeff Keighley and the ESA. It's not totally clear what exactly it'll be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's like, hey, it's it's your chance to play it. In theory, it sounds like it's going to be a shit ton of gaming stations, which E3, despite kind of already being that, it's a, it's not a consumer show. It's a trade show, meaning it's it's set up to do kind of one thing that consumers will not necessarily enjoy all that much. So, yeah, I don't know. I I think this will be a very interesting E3 that will experience some very interesting growing pains. Mm-hmm. I also think it will be a bunch of people going like, "That's what E three is like." It's, it's supposed to be the gamer mecca, and it's like it's it's cool, but yeah, that's what E three is. But yes, E three Coliseum will run from June thirteenth to the fourteenth. It's the first two days of the convention. I believe that's after the what you call them the press conference are over. It's got some, it's got some LA live music programming. It's I personally, I feel like someone said, oh, shit, we have a bunch of people buying tickets that aren't super expensive, but they're not cheap. They got to get something out of it. That's not just, hey, I stood in line for eight hours to play Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is what that this thing was shaping up to be. But yeah, I. It also might just be to kind of to try and stem people away from the show floor, where it's like, if they're not all there, we can have a little bit of breathing room, and maybe people will move through lines faster. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. That's, That's been announced. It's It'll be, be a thing. to see how that pans out. I, it's, really... I'm super looking forward to this year's E3, even though I'm not going to go. Yeah. It's I, weird being the like the one person who hasn't been to E3 and also hasn't been to E3 pre-public access. Yeah, I've, I'm glad I got in when I did. Like to sound like a super elitist for a second, like public access is gonna fucking ruin that show because you can now buy stuff direct from the exhibitors essentially, and uh, that's gonna yep. make that thing into a wreck. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's getting the Comic Con treatment. So. Yep. That's uh, that's exactly what it's getting. That's what's being compared to a bunch, actually. Yeah, have fun, Alex. Woo! But moving on from that to something a little more wooish. Um, if you, if there were games worth buying for the Switch via the eShop, this eStore finally stores your goddamn credit card information. Mm-hmm. It was not doing that prior to this. You had to re-input your credit card every time or, like, front-load a bunch of money into your account. And this is which program? The Switch's eShop. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. I saw someone use that feature on a Wii U this weekend. It's already got it, for the record. I, that, <laughs> the, yes, the Wii U has it. <laughs> the Switch did not, which was extra baffling. And I want some more to say on that. Uh, it's, it, 
I don't get what they're doing. Like, it, it feels like we have the beta version of that console in some weird fucked up ways. Yeah. Uh, because of Mass Effect Andromeda, Bioware's new IP has been pushed to March of 2018. So, uh, as someone who liked Andromeda, but also was kind of like, maybe I want to spend some time away from anything that uh, Bioware's done recently... Take all the time you want on this thing. Make it not suck. Please. I like, in theory, the style of your RPGs, but I don't like Dragon Age, and Mass Effect Andromeda was kind of Dragon Age-y for my taste. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't do an open world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and this is the most important gaming news of the week, Vanquish is coming to PC. Nice. Officially confirmed. Officially confirmed. May 25th, you can get some hot mecha uh, grinding action on. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) You don't know shit about Vanquish. Oh, but you'll nope. learn. You'll learn. <laughs> you'll learn. Uh, it's uh, the trailer. A uh, trailer came out today as of the recording that basically was they're like, yeah, we have unlimited frame rates in this game and unlimited graphic fidelity. Go nuts. So I'm sitting there going like, yes. Nice. Let's go fast. And if you already bought the PC version of Bayonetta, you get 25% off this. Which is kind of cool. Oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it automatically registers to your account. Like, I, I, I'm like, holy shit, I can pre-order Vanquish. Hey, it's discount. Awesome. I, yeah. The, if you're at all intrigued by what the hell I'm... T- I, if you like character action games and also like, like cover shooters... You owe it to yourself to check out Vanquish, and if you have a PC capable of running it at a stupid frame rate, uh, this will be a game that you'll be like, "What in the what? <laughs> what in the what?" Yeah. So I look forward to content of Vanquish when it comes out on PC officially. There will definitely be at least a video or two we do of it, possibly a stream. So yeah, yeah. the games definitely always look cool. Yeah. That game is nuts and so goddamn weird, but also nuts. That's the most Russian bad guy enemy ever, too. Mads Mikkelsen? Kind of. I don't know if that's actually his name, so. Mads Mikkelsen's an actual actor. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, that's the guy that's um the guy who played Hannibal at one point in the Hannibal set in the Hannibal show. Ah, uh, that's possible. Think so. I'm googling that now. Looks like him. Yeah. Yep, that's totally the dude. That's yeah. totally the dude. Yeah, he plays like. You'd be amazed what what this guy can do with a fake uh, eye scar. <laughs> oh yeah, he was a Bond villain. And he's basically a like career Bond villain. <laughs> I. That's right. He, as a person, is kind of a Bond villain. Oh, yeah, no. Not in a bad way, just in a, like, 
Hello, I'm here to kill you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so uh, before we move on to our kind of open general discussion topic, uh, if uh, a little call to action for you people that listen to this, if you live in the U.S., go protect net neutrality. Just do it. It's called for the best of us. Yep. I don't normally put, I don't normally push stuff like that, but seeing as we are a gaming space and the city of New York is literally suing Comcast right now over some bullshit it pulled with League of Legends. You should care about this shit, too. It's important. Don't know what net neutrality is? Basically, it boils down to your your ISP can't tell you or can't limit what you have access to or at what speeds you have access to things. Like, it is well within the realm of things an ISP could do. Like, hey, we don't like you downloading stuff off Steam, but the guys over at GOG paid us a shit ton of money to boost speed there. They can mess with that. I wish I was kidding. Yep, it's 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 a lot more serious than that because it also means anybody who out there, new business for example, if you want to create a business and it happens to be interfering with let's say the competition of somebody else, they can pay to have their website load way faster and your side your website load a lot slower, or yep. they can charge a premium fee for Facebook and things like that, or. Was it actually? It was an issue with Netflix. They were they were throttling Netflix stuff. That was part of the League of Legends thing they're getting sued yeah, for in New it's, York. It's a double thing, yeah. So like this stuff is very real, and so it may not affect you if you're not a gamer. Although I don't know why you'd be listening to a gaming podcast if you're not a gamer. But for our hot cooking tips, yes, it, this will very much affect like anything involving the internet. So now, so I, I this may sound a little deja vu-y. This happened a couple years ago, but they've done a really good job of burying the lead so it's much harder to complain about it but if you go to gofccyourself.com it will redirect you automatically to the um site to complain about this shit and well yeah don't yeah, let him cha- don't let him change the john rules oliver. yes we're using john oliver's link because well it's a fucking fantastic link it is and this is actually the second time he's tackled net neutrality in one of his topics so He's done this before. Let's keep crashing their site. Yeah, do it. Shoutouts yeah. to John Oliver. We support your site, and if you'd like to hit us up... At the... No, <laughs> you can save that for like 30 seconds Okay. for after the main topic. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so... Alex call the segment of the podcast where Alex calls out a famous celebrity of some variety. <laughs> yeah. I do. It's, I have to make up for last week since I wasn't here. It's, I have to do two. So oh I already used one earlier. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, that idiocy, but not idiocy, go do the FCC stuff, but you won't regret it kind of thing. If you like the internet, it's good for the internet. Yep. But Alex's idiocy like puppies aside, and kittens, it's good for that too, because those are the internet. Yes. Yep. I, if you don't like puppies and kittens, you are truly a monster. All the yeses. Shifty eyes, shifty eyes. But yes, that brings us to our main topic this week. That it's kind of a weird one, because I feel like we've talked about this on numerous occasions in the past, and we're kind of finally getting the end of an ongoing story. So uh, to rewind even to the start of this podcast, we've talked about YouTubers complaining about YouTube rules and stuff like that. We're now coming to the present where, well, 
the people that have been you've been making money off of suddenly care a shit ton more about the videos they're advertising in front of. So I guess to kind of run through this a little bit quickly for people to, have a, to be caught up. What started off as a fight between the Wall Street Journal and PewDiePie has morphed and mutated into a bunch of um, sponsors and advertisers on YouTube getting a little bit more selective and a little more aggressive about what they wanted their ads being run in front of. Now, a lot of companies have had great exposure in the past being in front of gaming stuff where videos posted in a day get millions of views, which is great for them, except maybe Coke doesn't want to be associated with Doom gameplay or something like that. I don't get why. Doom is fucking awesome, but it might not be the most family-friendly brand, and that association is something they care about. Like, if they may not it, want to be it, associated with Steel Reserve Nation. Yeah, exactly. Like it's there is the way plenty of offensive content on the internet. Yeah, there's <laughs> I tons there. All of everyone. <laughs> the difference being, YouTube is a unique situation where the advertisers can have direct control over well what they're put in front of, and this all kind of came to a weird head with Call of Duty World War II. World War II is a super easy term to filter for. And a bunch of people that would historically have lots of video talking about that would have that name in the video title are suddenly having ads dropped from the videos because it's an easy identifiable term to basically distance yourself from violent content. It's a real war. It, it raises a bunch of issues. And now suddenly a bunch of YouTubers are posting videos they'd make X amount of money off and they're making 10% in theory what they would historically make off of that video kind of thing. Same number of views that they were expecting, but their ad revenue has dropped. Mm -hmm. And it's becoming a real problem. I think it's, again, it goes back to the, we've said on numerous occasions, access to YouTube isn't a right. You're using someone else's website. And if you ever wanted more proof of this, here you go. And a lot of YouTubers seem resilient or resistant to the concept that they've never had to actually deal with advertisers before. Like, it's. If we ever had sponsors, they would tell us how they want their stuff portrayed, what we can and can't say. Maybe, like, hey, tone down how many times you say fuck in a podcast kind of situation. These are all things you have to care about when you're making ad revenue. These are people that have never had to care about that before and that have often made their money in certain ways or have gained notoriety in certain ways and suddenly it becomes a big problem where you're getting the same amount of traffic and you're not doing it for love at that point. You're doing it because it's kind of your job and you may love it, but it's your source of income. You're going from maybe making $100 a week to 10 Mm -hmm. just based on kind of how things are performing. You're not doing worse. Just less ads are running in front of all of your stuff because that's been the breakdown. I Anyone surprised by this? I mean, it's very logical. Yeah. Like, I can understand where some of the, like... It's interesting that it's coming to a head in a World War II game. I, I think it's purely it's, because it's been raised that World War II is an easily identifiable term. 
Yeah, I mean, I've seen the same thing happen where it'll be like, you know, movies or things will take on like very generic titles and they'll just look at it and go, you're not going to have success just because you've made your name so generic, you'll never be findable. Like, even this YouTube channel, Something Wicked Studios, you can always find it just because there's like virtually nothing else named anything close to it. Yeah. I don't think that was intentional because you came up with the name, what, 15 years ago? It's a distinct sounding name though intentionally. Like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't based around net traffic necessarily, but it mm. was I like how this sounds and I don't know of anything else out there that sounds like something. Like, the closest thing is something wicked this way comes and that's a line from a book. Yep. And I don't know. I mean in some ways it's kind of on um was it Sledgehammer um for the studio that's making this game. I don't. I don't think it's on them at all. I think this is. Well, I was gonna say naming yeah. your game World War Two is kind of a misstep. I'm not saying it is a full ship sinker or something like that, but like they probably should have picked something that made their game more identifiable, just in general. I don't think it's that problem at all. I, I think you're missing what the issue is. It's World War Two is too identifiable as violent content or graphic content, mm-hmm. so advertisers don't want their ads being associated with that. They don't want their products being advertised prior to Call of Duty con- to Call of Duty World War II content because unlike everything else where it's like it's like oh Destiny that's a video game but it's also Destiny's child and like yoga shit and meditation shit it's a broad term World War II it's a war it's undeniably a war mm-hmm. I mean we're co- what's yeah. weird about this is that World War II is considered or Call of Duty isn't triggering, like, the violent flags for them. Like, they're okay with being associated with Call of Duty, but not World War II. Don't know. I guess I I can still sort of understand. I mean, like, if you were to show actual footage of World War II and, like, people going through horrific events, yes, it is going to be way more intense and more terrifying than anything Call of Duty could actually produce uh, without driving away their audience. But... There isn't that much of that just, like, around. Like, when you think of... When I think of World War II documentaries, I don't think of, like, explicit, terrifying graphic. Yeah, I, I think, again, it goes back to the, though, like, World War II is a real thing. It's... Yeah. It, it has more connotations than, like, advanced warfare does. What the fuck does advanced warfare mean at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. Like, what's a persona for? What's a persona? Yep. I think Coke doesn't have an issue with that. Like it's, and I, I'm Call of Duty is only the important one because it kind of, it was the first recognized like, hey, um, these videos should be making me more money, and they're not because advertisers are declined to advertise on them. Here, here's the thing that irks the shit out of me about this. Yeah, they're saying they don't want any of their stuff shown in films. Like or not films and sorry like um, stuff shown in uh, you know before video games like Call of Duty World at War and shit like that. But they have absolutely no problem putting product placement in a rated R film. Yeah, like it's it's hypocr- it's hypocrisy. I think personally, it's it, you know what it is, and, and I think it's a much broader thing. It's new media versus old media. Um, you know, obviously we. The, the the way we get our entertainment and content has very much evolved from the days of past, especially with the internet, of course, being the main source of that. I mean, now we have things like 
you know, YouTube. We have Twitch. I mean, there was it. There, I think there was a report saying that more people watch stuff on Netflix than they do on standard cable or television now, and it's because well, this. So here's the issue. I, those reports are a little misleading because when you see it's like Netflix has more subscribers than all than than all of Comcast. It's like, yeah, Netflix is a global organization. I but can't yeah. get Comcast everywhere in the U.S. Even I can well, get uh, Netflix though. But it, it's that way of being accessible. It's it, and it's it's part of their thing. They're easily accessible, pretty oh, much yeah, anywhere. No. You know, it, and it, it's what it is. YouTube. I mean, YouTube is simple. You go on a computer that has internet. You go on YouTube. You're set. You can pull up videos and whatever and all that stuff. Or I think it's 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 really more of a matter of new media versus old media, and just trying to stay relevant because. You know, and this is obviously going back to that crazy theory that I don't know if you followed earlier, but there was a couple weeks ago they had a video breakdown by a you've seen them before H three H three. They had a pretty interesting breakdown as far as that stuff goes and whatnot uh, with the ad revenue stuff and them purposely reporting. Oh, it happens to be that you had a video that had some racist content on it. Your ads were playing on that, and and yeah, I mean there should be a system to kind of control that stuff, but like. This huge ramping war with, like, the ad companies wanting to have stuff on YouTube or just because they think it's offensive. But, like well, I said... So, no, and, and here's the issue. The ad companies are pulling their stuff and getting more sensitive about of it for what you just mentioned. They don't. It's like, well, we don't want our stuff before someone being a fucking racist. How do we avoid that? We get hypersensitive about everything it's in front of. Yeah, Me. but then you have incidents like the fucking Kylie Kendall Jenner incident where it's like, oh, we're going to make an absolute social tone-deaf ad about, you know, marching in protests and everything was solved with a can of Pepsi. Hey! I'm sorry, that, that, I think that's the exact same thing. It's a lack of understanding of what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Like it's, it, like, it, it, that's, two so that's another side of a similar situation where it's like, no, we don't understand this, and... On top of that, you now have YouTubers like Russia. It's like, we're going to Twitch now. That's free space. No, it's not. It will eventually be big enough that they're going to care about this shit, too. It's already kind of there. Like, ever since Amazon bought them, they've become a lot less tolerant of a lot of things. Mm, it depends on how much ad revenue that they bring in. Because they've taken down channels that have, like... You know, some followers who do something that like a big name does, and they don't ban the big name. Like that's what you had that whole issue with, like the uh, the cam girls gone Twitch gamers thing, because they made a lot more money, not necessarily having to show off anything. And I'm not saying it's all like you know the big cam girl gamers and all that stuff. There's some legit like gamers out there, but like it becomes this issue of like I, I honestly think it's ignorance from these big ad companies because they don't realize like. You people get so much content on their YouTube, you know, a day. You know, I personally watch way more YouTube and Netflix than I do actual TV. I don't even own a TV or, a, you know, cable TV service. And I don't think I will anytime soon just because I don't see the need for it. So if they wanted to reach me and reach a new wave of like the new, was it millennials per se and anything that's new, like, was it uh, up and coming adults who will soon be consumers? They want to target revenue that is reachable to them. And yeah, just thinking I, that I, I you're think only going to do on TV gloss, is worthless. What you're glossing over some is the fact that just because they're using new outlets doesn't mean they're going to care about the same things any less. Like, it's... 
and this is already kind of becoming a problem with Twitch. You have Twitch starting to produce their own content. It will do well, probably. You're never going to have less advertising on every other thing that's a little more risky than we have highly controlled content. Mm-hmm. But that, that's the thing that, that irks me, because they're willing to have Coca-Cola product show up on a screen. I'm just Coca-Cola, for example. I'm not knocking Coca-Cola. I like their drinks. I so, will. Uh, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm a, I'm a Coca-Cola man, personally. But, like, um, you know, they'll have no problem showing their cans. Or okay, Wow, that sounded odd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll show their cans. Let me rephrase that. Coke's got um, the dirtiest cans in the game. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't no shots to they ain't no shots to cola. They'll do go. shit, but you're looking for nice cans. You go. Yeah, like they have absolutely no problem showing off either like a Coca-Cola can or like let's say a Dodge, you know, Charger. And John Wick, when John Wick, this dude walks around was an assassin and just shoots everyone for like 30, 40 minutes and then just keeps going. Like no, and that- I, I think what you're missing in that case, it's not about the content, it's the control. They can they can say exactly how that coke is used in that movie. When it comes to advertising on YouTube and Twitch and other streaming services, though, it's mm-hmm. a bit of a wild card. And if you want to talk about conservative industry when it comes to being risk averse, you, you got to talk about advertisers. Like there's there's a reason advertising are kind of viewed as scummy people with some frequency because they're not trying to do big things they're trying to get the most impact while offending the fewest people possible and a good way to avoid that is to not is to avoid situations where you have the chance to have like oh we have this coke video and then a racist diatribe or we have this coke video and then someone chainsawed another person in a video game in half to me you and jeff we don't care about that connection because we're already playing stuff, but for the people they care about that drink soda, the rest of the non-gaming populace, the larger-than-the-gamer populace at that point in time, mm-hmm. they want a certain image, and their certain image is protected by them just saying, we're not doing stuff anymore. I don't well, think they're right, but I think it's it's not about it's not about the content itself, it's about the wildcard aspect of it. Like, if there was a way to submit every single YouTube video for review before they chose to put ads in front of it, that's what they would want. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's their football, and they can take it home whenever they want. Like, yeah, we're not it, entitled exactly. to uh, advertisers. And also, like, knowing some of, like, the background, like, just, like, the fact that analytics exist, every single one of these companies is, if they could actually, like, go, okay, what does Charlie like? And then sell it as, okay, I've got Charlie. He's into fucking, was it, fidget spinners? This particular brand, we are the Cadillac of fidget spinners. I want to drop an ad directly in front of Charlie. They fucking would. Like, But see, they have the power to do so where they can control the ads. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They can control the kind of ads that pop up, but to just censor... Like certain ads altogether because no, they're, no, they're, but they're not censoring. They're just choosing not to advertise. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I meant. I didn't mean to they're choo- they're, yeah. it's pro- it's probably where it's probably being viewed slightly in the wrong way. Of instead of viewing it as they're choosing not to advertise, it's they're probably just choosing to advertise in other avenues. Yeah, like they're shifting their focus or they're say. Uh, and the reality is the way YouTube advertising works is there are algorithms that say like, okay, we're okay with advertising on YouTube but not if the video contains X, Y, or Z, and the algorithm detects something as containing X, Y, or Z, and then they just don't advertise. And the issue is they've, pro- they've 
we keep using Coke because that's been the one that's got that kind of got caught in some crossfire. But like any company could use this to basically say, and they probably have like ad revenues for big YouTubers are down because more of their stuff is being registered by the advertising algorithm as not with their brand. Meaning it just doesn't show up. It probably goes to like Martha home spinning enthusiast or something. She gets all those ads, but there's no ad to fill that void because the ads that are more liberal and what they're willing to advertise in front of the ones that are like, fuck it. Yeah. Put in front of Call of Duty videos. We don't care. Aren't paying as much and haven't bought as much ad time. So you wind up with monetization with nothing to fill the void. Mm -hmm. Well, then like if that starts to happen and users get upset by it, you know what? It also means users are picking up their football and going home. No, but that, that's the thing. It's not affecting users. In fact, the average user is now seeing less ads on big YouTube channels because no one's running ads. It's the content creators that are suffering from it, and the outrage from there goes like, "Oh, it's a form of censorship." No, it's not. This is the byproduct of free speech. Again, you can make whatever the hell you want. They don't have to let you advertise in front of it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I understand. The, co the, the company gets to make their decisions as far as that stuff goes. But at the same time, these content creators can move on to another avenue that they choose. Yeah. And then in the end, YouTube's getting fucked royally anyway. Like I one way or it, another, they're going to get No, because the ads are going somewhere else. Like if they're just being transitioned off of some big gaming channel to something a little bit more PC not in the, I mean, to, to whatever. Like it's, it, it's not we're losing up it's not like we have this giant jug of water and only five straws it's we have this giant jug of water and an infinite number of straws well no if enough content creators were to pull out of youtube what's keeping people who have a loyal fan base from coming back to youtube is my thing that's that's where i'm coming from i don't like it's, that's the thing youtube doesn't really care at the end of the day about uh, like 10 creators leaving why because there's about a billion other creators on there like I, it, like it, in some ways that would open up the floodgates for people like that's like if pewdiepie and the other top 10 gaming youtubers stepped down someone would almost instantaneously fill that void like if they were like i'm fucking shutting down this youtube i'm taking my ball and going home this is the last you'll hear of me i'll be on twitch People like me that don't necessarily like watching Twitch are never going to watch their content again, and I'm going to find something else on YouTube that fills that void. Like, maybe it's me personally. I would go from one to the no, other. No, that, that's the thing. It's the if you care about that content, you're going to follow it. Mm. But YouTube is the most lucrative and easy to access of these systems. Twitch does not have the same revenue possibilities as of right now that YouTube does, and getting access to those revenue systems is a lot more complicated hmm. and requires way more work than a YouTube channel. Well, over time, I mean, here's the thing. This, that's, that's now. Give it a few years, you'll have another company who gets just as strong and does their thing. It's whack-a-mole. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to happen, and thing is, if you piss off your consumer base enough or piss off content creators and stuff like that, once a new channel opens up that's easier and just as accessible, what's what, where's if, if YouTube didn't want to keep any loyalty as far as that stuff goes to the content creators and kind of help them out, and I think, actually, on the topic of that, but I'll, I'll, I'll get to that point in a second, is, okay, well, someone else will come along and do it, and then in the end, either way, YouTube is suffering, I think, personally, which How sucks. How is it suffering? They're getting their ads out there still. 
Well, they're getting their ads out there, but they're also like, it's less overall. No, it's not, but so, the exact same number of ads. Are they doing the exact same number of ads? My understanding yeah. was that it was actually going down. No, the ad revenue they were getting, the creators were getting, was getting lessened. YouTube is getting paid the same amount to advertise, which means they're just putting the ads other places. But they were getting ad companies dropping out. They had several companies drop out, which means there was yeah, a lot of ad revenue that Yeah, and the way you fix that, that is by basically upping the sen- is by upping the sensitivity of it, where it's like, okay, you don't want your stuff in front of this. Let's make that happen. Any company like this that gets to a certain size suddenly falls into a situation of ad of ad revenue providers saying you're big enough that we now care about how our stuff is portrayed. There's also the possibility that this could bring in new advertisers who have been hesitant because of watching these blowups and are sitting there going, I could throw my money at one of these big names like PewDiePie, but even that didn't pan out. Like, um, like imagine one of these big companies, like somebody like Toshiba or something like that, who like, at least I don't get their advertisements, but it would be very much to their benefit to advertise with, like, you know, a JonTron or a PewDiePie because that's the user base that's going to be buying Toshiba laptops. But they're worried they're going to wind up stuck in another, you know, one of these content creators who just goes down in a blaze of glory, I guess. Yeah, the the only guys getting hurt right now are the content creators because all YouTube has to do is just shift those ads onto anyone else who's not raising the red flags. That said, this could have one of those like unexpected effects of some companies may start realizing, hey, if I start lessening my stringentness on my ad revenue, it's going to wind up on more viewed channels. Honestly, yeah. there's a lot of very offensive things out there that get a lot of fucking attention. Yeah, no, and that's but and the issue is they're the it all comes back down to what who's willing to who's willing to advertise on them and at least in the current YouTubing space, the big advertisers, the ones that buy a lot of advertising time, are a little more sensitive than they used to be just because some shit went down and it wasn't YouTube drama, it was the Wall Street Journal calling fuckers out. Yeah. Which I mean, it, shouldn't be more legitimate in some ways, but at the same time, it's a real publication as opposed to even us just being like, man, fucking YouTube drama's at it again. Yeah. Well, and like to put it in a more kind of like, and to, to use Twitch as an example, as part of the Amazon buying, they cranked their terms of service up a lot. Like, they kicked a bunch of people off, and they've gotten a lot more aggressive with banning. Mm-hmm. Meaning they're already moving towards the, hey, if you're unpredictable and you're causing problems for us, you might get gone. Mm-hmm. Well, then, to play devil's advocate on that side is, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the content creators know that, you know, it they they're they're not paying for that service so the company yeah. themselves can pull away anytime kind of no and thing, but so. the issue is a I lot understand of that. a lot of youtubers don't understand that like that's how their industry works like again to use your r-rated movie stuff in john wick they are said like they get a long list i've had to deal with these a couple times in my industry of like here's how coke can be used can john wick kill a guy with a coke can no can it be in the background of John Wick killing a bunch of people. No. If John Wick is walking through a grocery store, can there be a, a pile of coke behind him? Yes. Can he kick someone through it? Do they die? No. Then yes. Can John Wick <laughs> enjoy a, a frothy beverage after murdering a dude with a pencil? 
so long as you can't see the dead body in the shot when he's drinking or our logo, yes. The moment you see the dead body, that can needs to be off screen. I'm not kidding. This is literally how this shit works. I'm actually, or I'm waiting for like some of these smaller ad um, advertising companies to realize that there are these videos that are getting the same number of views but are clearly not running the same advertisements to view this as like a blank slate where they can start allocating their own resources. Yes, and for the record, there is a system built into YouTube where you can put your own ads in. It's a little bit more work. Again, this goes back to a lot of YouTubers that have made money off YouTube haven't had to go through this process. And the reality is those small advertisers you're talking about are going to swoop in and say, okay, here are the rules us advertising like those paid twitch streams have rules that go along the more it's like you can't shit talk the game duh but when you deal with advertisers directly you have rules you have to abide by and you bend or break those rules enough time they'll just stop using you that said as you were pointing out 10 seconds ago, same goes for literally any other sponsored media. If you do that as yeah. like an article and you shit talk the product you're supposed to talk up, guess what the advertiser's going to do? Get pissed. They're going to pull out, yeah. They're going to get mad and they're going to leave. Yeah. And in worst case, you know, they'll try and get their money back out of you. And then some, potentially. Sometimes successfully, depending on the contract you signed. Yeah. So. Well... I'd say just as a consumer, I'm more likely to support a company that's willing to be more lenient with their stuff. Oh, no, and I, th I think we all kind of fall in that category. The issue is, uh, to go back to our Coke comparison, Coke doesn't care if me, you, or Jeff drinks Coke. We're three goddamn people. What they care about is that Coke has the right image so that a billion people drink Coke. If they lose the three of us because of kind of shitty advertising cap policies, who cares? But, like, if enough news articles run about how Coke is advertising before some neo-Nazi bullshit, that's a problem. So who do you care about more at that point? Protecting your image or the fact that, like, if you get shitty, we're going to stop consuming your products? I hint, it's not us. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, to take into a broader perspective of things, like to link it to Sony and Microsoft, they do not care if you like their consoles to a certain extent. If you bought one, that's all the relationship they give a fuck about. <laughs> it's funny to think about that as a relationship, but yep, you're not wrong. Like, the, 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 the level of fanboyness that happens over consoles, like, console wars is the same as someone being like, this rock I found loves me, and the rock you found is shit. Mm -hmm. The rock doesn't care. Mm. It cares if there's a hundred of you defending that rock, because then that rock's got a hundred people caring about it, but you as an individual aren't viewed as a big deal in the eyes of anything like this. So it's shitty, but like... If we, have, if we take ombrage with something, this is the extent of what we can do. We can complain about it and draw attention to it. Like, it's... Like, you could... If you hate the advertising things of something, boycott it. Or organize a boycott would be more effective, but... Vote with your dollar. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, there's a reason the whole 
fucking stop pre-ordering campaign was a success. It's like, because everyone stopped fucking pre-ordering for a little while. Mm-hmm. We all caved and went back to pre-ordering shit, so we undermined ourselves. But, like, GameStop is suffering because we stopped, buy- stopped selling used games to them. Yeah. That actually went more places than I thought it was going to, in all honesty. (laughs) Interesting, well-rounded discussion. Yeah. Wait, on this podcast? (laughs) Quick, somebody bring up food! Um, I really, really, really want a taco. Uh, I feel like I ate something weird over the weekend, but I'm forgetting what it was. (laughs) Oh, uh, Jeff. Now I want a taco. (laughs) You're about to enter the part of Persona 5. Where the game's gonna be like, you want some fucking ramen? We know you do. We know you do. Oh, I fucking argued with them. They were like, should we go to an all-you-can-eat buffet? And I was like, no, let's go to ramen. They were like, fuck off, dude. That's like two dollars. We're going to fancy food. Like, no. Did but, you say like really fancy buff- ramen? <laughs> hold, hold, hold on. Did did he say all-you-can-eat buffet? Yep. Dude, ramen's like really is good. That, is that a is that an East Coast thing? Buffet? What's is the it break? buffet? Yeah, buffet. Buffet. Or uh, buffet is probably buffet? the French pronunciation. Buffet, yeah, yeah. like I thought so. I'm like, okay. I don't know. I've always Never heard it called that. Okay. Buffet. You know, buffet. it's the place at the Chinese restaurant where you pay ten dollars <laughs> and you eat till they kick you out. <laughs> I love me some French fries from that Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What, you got one of them Chinese buffets? Yeah, that that, that sounds weird. <laughs> Stall Southern. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going Southern with this joke. But, okay. yeah. We have no emails to read this week, or else we'll be reading them by now and not just kind of vamping for, uh, t- for the hell of it. But... If you wanted to contact us, how would you go about doing it, Jeff? Well, first, you need to get a typewriter. And then what you're going to do is you're going to write out a multi-part script. And that's Do script... I need an ink ribbon for that to work? What? Do I need an ink ribbon for the typewriter to work? Or are you talking to like hammer the impact into a piece of paper? Well, the, well, actually, what you need to do is you need to go through a haunted mansion first and find okay. all of the uh, the ribbons to run it, and then you can actually save on the typewriter. Okay. And, and then you're basically you're saving your progress in the form of a script. And then you have to write a multi-part, well-developed arc. Um, I'm expecting all kinds of, you know, three-dimensional characters with extreme backstories, all of which will be relevant in Act 3. Uh, that will not be necessarily revealed in Act 2, but you'll start to understand these characters as they kind of blossom and, you know, their their quirks and, you know, different things start to become really, really relevant. I'm expecting a multi-part plot that is one of those, you know, it's one of those shows that can break your heart and put it back together all in the same show, just like really pulling at the heartstrings. And then you need to get this on Broadway. And then once it's on Broadway you need to somehow convey to one of the people who's going to review it in such a way that every other wor- word, the first letter of the word, spells out 
what you would like to be read on this podcast. And then maybe if Charlie happens to be reading reviews of Broadway musicals because Charlie is not in New York, he is in L.A., maybe he'll read it on this podcast. Or more simply, you could read, reach us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that email again, Alex? It's uh, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Special shout-out to John Oliver. Hit us up. And Reginald. Or Reggie. <laughs> yes. Wicked and Awesome Reggie. Cast. Still waiting, Reggie. <laughs> Wicked Awesome Cast, spelled as it sounds. Links down in the show notes. It works, I promise. I've tested it. We've read emails that have come in there before. Stuff happens. Yep. And they're fun to answer, and they're really good questions. Yeah. We're always thankful to get them. We're sad we have done this week. I was kind of hoping you guys would have a stack of, like, where the fuck were Jeff and Alex actually? <laughs> Charlie never sounds like he knows where they go when he's like, um... <laughs> They're somewhere. They got out care. of the pen. <laughs> they got out of the pen. I, my best sheepdog is dragging them back at this moment. It, or, oh, it's an we'll Australian sheep dragon. <laughs> oh, we'll get them back. Don't yep. you worry. Yeah, they can't get out of this fucking podcast. That's actually funny. So uh, one of um, it's funny you mentioned that one of Jim's uh, friends, coworkers, I don't remember exactly, is starting up like their own YouTube gaming channel, and I'm like, you know, you belong to the skull, right? And he goes, yeah, I'm not jumping ship anytime soon, man. I'm like, no, you belong to the skull. That's what we're calling blood ourselves in, blood now. Out. Hmm? <laughs> so that's what we're calling ourselves now. Either that, he belongs to the wicked man, and I don't want to belong to no wicked man. Oh, Jesus. No, I, <laughs> it's fun to joke about that. Yeah. All right. All hail the mighty skull. Yes. <laughs> hail. Hail. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so by the time you'll be hearing this, it will be too late to watch Alex's... Um, Live stream. I, maybe I'll try showdown. and get this out early. And the showdown, yes. I look forward next week to our report from Alex's throwdown with the realist of Kevin Smith's. Totally yep. not an imposter. Definitely the famous director. Yep. An actor, kind of. Tell him I'm looking forward to Clerks sure. 3. <laughs> Which is allegedly happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. As of right now, it's still happening. Uh... I'm really hoping I don't have to cancel it, but we'll see. Running away from the realist yeah. of Smith. Fuck no, I'll play him for whatever. Let's do this. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, we'll definitely have an archive up on YouTube at some point of this if you'll let me steal that from you, or you can host it, whatever. We'll, we'll make sure you can watch the archive if people are so interested. I think we're going to figure a way we can at least host it on our stuff, so... If you're a fan of something Wicked Studios and are lazy, you can just watch it on our end of the world. Things. Mm-hmm. Places. But, yeah, uh, Metal Gear continues. The Secret World continues. I think I threatened last week we'll have some one-offs. I think one-offs will be next week, actually. Farver's Suspension continues. What was that? Farver's Suspension continues. I don't <laughs> know what that means. It's from Super Troopers. Oh. Yeah, you're right, it absolutely does continue <laughs> until Super Trooper 2 comes out, at least. Uh, yep. Jade Empire will be back. The punching and the kicking makes its triumphant return. 
I sat Jim, I sat Jim down and made him learn how to play that game. So he gets real good at that <laughs> game real quick, it seems. Awesome. By the end of your, like, demeaning ridicule, Jim is going to, like, ascend above us all and be some, like, meditating, like, Buddhist monk, like, gaming, like, he'll just be able to pick up, like, any mechanic and be, like, the best at all video no, games. No, no, I, I... Believe in yourself as a teacher, of, Charlie. Become the, his the senpai. The level of work that Have goes a montage. into getting... <laughs> I, there almost was one for Jade Empire. I could do one, actually, for Jade Empire, the training session. <laughs> uh, it's the amount of work that goes into getting Jim to grasp a concept. Like, once he gets it, he's good, but occasionally there is some effort behind the scenes that, like, I, I think we literally spent two hours getting Milgar Solid 4 under his belt, and he still didn't know that you could zoom in. <laughs> We'll get him there. How does he not know that? Uh, it's... I I don't know what's the answer. Yeah, it's... I, I held that controller for 10 seconds and found out you could first-person view if you tap triangle. Like, it, there's a video of me going, like, wasn't there a first-person mode? And he's like, nope, no first-person mode. I touched that thing for two seconds. I'm like, hey, here's first-person mode. Uh, it's... He's a doctor. He has more important things to remember than video game commands. Unacceptable. Like, and also, yeah. when you're doing doctoral things, you can't just, you know, hit buttons until you see what works. Yeah, it's like his instinct of figuring out how just, like, they play with it till things work is not great. And in Jade Empire's case, heavy attacks in that game have one goddamn purpose it's to break shields they do shit for damage unless they're breaking shields which is counterintuitive to the phrase heavy attack mm -hmm. like a three hit combo in that game can do four or five times more damage than a heavy attack is capable of doing wow and despite what that game seems like mashing the attack button does not in any way help. In fact, it throws off your ability to dodge, which is weird. Because that game is interesting and all about timing. Hmm. But yeah, videos continue. Alex's birthday happened. We'll probably talk about that next week. The duel will be done by the next episode. Uh, Jeff, you're not here next week, correct? You're going to be on not. some road trip? I will be on a road trip. I'm going to make you do the what we talked about on the podcast video, having no idea what we talked about on the podcast. Hey, uh, the hey podcast I did the last happened. what we did there. on the podcast video, and it was fantastic. It was fantastic, yes. And it got, like, no views, which is hilarious. They never get any views, but we still do them occasionally. Yeah. If you haven't seen one, this one's worth watching. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Alex. It's a good one. <laughs> So Alex, what's it like being three children in an adult suit? <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, interesting. It fulfills my cartoon desires of sneaking into a movie theater. If you listen to last week's podcast, you'd know what we were talking about, Alex. I didn't listen to last I week's know. podcast. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I've never been shy to say that I haven't listened to last week's podcast when I haven't. And then I say when I do. Yeah. I don't, you're not going to shame me when I'm something I'm open about. Come on now. 
Are you sure about that fact? <laughs> yes, I actually wouldn't put. Very much so. right I, I actually wouldn't put money down on Charlie not shaming someone <laughs> just because. I do it for the See, practice. <laughs> you have to have shame to feel shame. For the practice of it. Oh my god. <laughs> Sport. Oh, it's turned like the Death Clock episode on like on the lessons on how to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> One, be me. Two, you're already awesome at yeah. it. Ever knows how? I I'm not mad. He's mad. I'm not. Uh. Yeah, cue the metal. Uh.